This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. What are you working on this fine summer weekend? If it's your house, you're in exactly the right place. We're here to help you get those jobs done. Whether it's a job you're doing now or one you want to plan for the future, give us a call and we will help you out. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. And now that we are here in the hottest part of the summer, I guess we call this the dog days of summer, we're also at the peak season for ticks. That's right. Those ticks can carry some pretty dangerous disease. And we're going to share the surprising way that ticks can grab hold of anyone passing by and how to keep them off for good. Yeah, it's been a bad summer. When we were at my mom's, you know, at the beginning of the summer, early July, I climbed behind the house to take the covers off the air conditioning and... I had about five on my pant leg, and luckily I had it's amazing, pants on. right? But I mean, five on my pant leg, and then the next day I noticed like a different spot on Henry's arm, and I was like, "What's on your arm?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a tick." You know, it's crazy, <laughs> and it's amazing how you really do know every speck and spot on your child. <laughs> That when something's there, you're like, that's new. (laughs) Also ahead, guys, this hour, when it comes to your outdoor living spaces, what's old is new again, but this time you're getting an energy-saving benefit. I'm talking about awnings. They're so beautiful, they're easy to operate today, and they can reduce your cooling bills by as much as 15%. And also, a front door is more than just an entry. It's a focal point for the first impression a visitor gets. And if it's done well, it can very significantly add to the perceived value of your home. We're going to have tips on sprucing up or adding a new front door so it delivers more than just protection from the elements. But first, we want to know what you are working on. There's still a few weeks left of the summer season to enjoy, so get out there and enjoy it and let us help you do that. Give us a call anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? All right, Gene in Tennessee is up with a roofing problem. Tell us what's going on. About that. Uh... Twelve years ago, I, I built me a screened-in porch on my house. I got a ranch-type house. Okay. And, and I used the metal clips, the little hangers to hang my rafters, and I went in beside of my rafters coming off my existing house. And it only gives me a uh, one-inch drop per foot, and uh, I had a little trouble with it leaking. And so I had the regular asphalt shingles put on, and it leaked some. So when I had my new roof put on about two years ago, I... I Seven years ago, I I roofed the house, and they recommend I put a, a rubber roof on a ten by thirty uh, addition to my house, so the water would run off regular. And here recently, about two years ago, I had a, one of the new shingles put on my roof, and I noticed that while I was up there, that the rubber seems to be kind of breaking down a little. Okay, so a couple of things. First of all, you have a low-slope roof. You originally had asphalt shingles on that, which was a mistake, because asphalt shingles, you really need at least like a 312 pitch to put those on. If you've got a 112 pitch, that's not enough. So now you replace that with a rubber roof, which was the right thing to do, but now you're seeing the rubber roof start to crack. So your question is, how do I stop that? How do I protect it? How do I preserve it, correct? 
I want I want to add a few more. It was guaranteed ten years, but it's about seven years old now, and I want to make it last a little longer. Yeah, some kind of coating. So what you want is simply roof paint. Now, roof paint is a very specialized type of paint. It's usually aluminum in color, and uh, sometimes they call it fibrous aluminum. And what it does is it has a high degree of, of UV reflectivity. So it reflects the UV from the sun back out again, and that keeps the roof cooler and makes it last longer. So I would I would definitely give it a coat of roof paint. And if you go to a, a home center or a, a roofing supply center and look for roof paint, you shouldn't have any problem finding it. Uh, it's very, very specialized. And we're not talking about, you know, the kind of paint you put on your walls. It's, it's a roofing product. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Della and I was on the line with an attic fan question. How can we help you? Uh, my husband and I, uh, our attic fan went out, and okay. we don't know the first thing about attic fans. Okay. Do you have central air conditioning, Della? Yes, we do. Okay. Um, how old is your house? It's like 35 years old, 40 maybe. And what kinds of roof vents do you have? We have a slant at all one roof. It goes straight down. We just have a little portion of the home that's attic. We have the, uh, it don't have any attic above the living room and the dining room area. All right, because generally we don't recommend attic fans for homes that have central air conditioning, and here's why. Because when the attic fan operates, it depressurizes the attic, and then it draws air from inside the house up into the attic and exhausts it. So what oh. that does is kind of rob some of your air conditioning, because most attic fans are overpowered for the attic spaces that they're in. A better approach is just to use passive vents where you have, say, ridge vents that go down the peak of the roof, and soft we have that. The, you have that. We have huge overhang with the little vents all the way around. Then I wouldn't worry about the attic fan. Our guy, one of the guys says that, that it makes sure, see, we have um, three-story. It's not a real story. It's like 12, 14 to the upper level. Then we have the basement. We have the basement, first floor, then all of our bedrooms and guest rooms is up on the third level. But we thought it would be cooler to get that hot air out of the attic. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. I don't think you need another attic fan. It sounds like you've got exactly what you need to have right now. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Stuart and Georgia, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Hey, well, I was calling to ask you about, though. I've got the uh, stucco house. Okay. One of a kind here in East Atlanta. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I'm noticing the, the... Small cracks and fracturing, nothing really serious, and specifically in the paint. And uh, so we had it painted about six years ago. They pressure washed it, did a really nice prime coat, and uh, then two top coats. It's about time to repaint it, I think. So the question is, uh, is about six years right on repainting, you know, so that every six years, or is there a... Uh, a better strategy so it will be more complete and, and protect my stucco. It feels a little light. Six years, you know, for an outside paint job seems like it. I'd rather see it try to get like eight to ten years out of it. But if it needs paint, it needs paint. Now, in terms of the cracks, is the stucco cracking or is it just the paint that's cracking? Uh, both. Okay, so for the stucco cracks, once you prime the surface and clean the old paint, before you repaint, reprime in this case... You're going to want to seal those. If they're very fine cracks, like uh, under a half inch in terms of width. Oh, yeah, there's 
small, very small, uh, in width, in terms of width, like 8th inch, 16th inch. Okay, so you can use a, a crack sealant, and QuickCrete makes one that's designed for stucco repair that has kind of like a sanded sort of uh, feel to it. Right. And it blends in with the stucco, and, and it's paintable. It's an acrylic formula. So okay. get some of the QuickCrete uh, stucco repair. It looks like caulk. It comes in a caulk-like tube, designed specifically for stucco repair, though, because then you get that sanded formula, and it'll texture-wise kind of fit in with the rest of the, the stucco. But make sure you seal up all those cracks, because otherwise, if you get water in there, then it expands and and causes a diff- additional havoc, you know. So just make sure you seal them up first, and then repaint the place. All right. Well, thanks a whole lot. I appreciate your help. You're welcome, Stuart. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor, where it's easy to find top-rated local home improvement pros for any home project. Go to HomeAdvisor.com. And just ahead, don't let ticks ruin summer fun. We're going to tell you how these bugs hitch a ride and how to avoid those bites and the diseases that could follow after this. You live in a Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Quickcrete Fast Setting Concrete Mix in the red bag. Make your next outdoor concrete project quick and easy. Quickcrete Fast Setting Concrete Mix. Look for it in the red bag. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. You can find top-rated home service pros and book appointments online, all for free. That's right. That's 1-888-666-3974. Tracy in Texas is on the line and needs some help with a universal design project. Tell us what you're working on. I have a daughter who's 21 years old, and we need some help when it comes to bathing her. We're looking at doing a bathroom addition onto her room, but we don't even know really how to get started. Do we need to consult with an architect on the design advice? Uh, She's homebound, medically fragile, 100% disabled, and we just are looking at uh, some advice on how to even get started to meet her needs so that we only have to do this one time. Is a tub situation easier for you or is a shower? Uh, probably a shower. Okay, because there are the tubs with the doors that open. It depends on how 
difficult it would be to sort of move her from chair to seated tub position. You know, it just depends on how comfortable you are with the bathing situation if you want to get in there and get wet. But Tom and I have actually done a lot of work with Universal Design and are quite familiar with some of the processes. Well, that's right. And I do think it's a good idea to use a certified kitchen and bath designer. And that's somebody who's going to be specializing in Universal Design. You're going to ask specifically for someone that has that that talent because they're going to be up to speed on the best products that are out there for your particular situation and be able to recommend appropriately. Uh, and you're going to get a bathroom that actually looks nice and functions well for you. I would not, would not call a standard remodeling contractor because the remodeling contractor will say, yeah, I understand. I'm, I know what to do. And you know what? They just don't because it's very specialized. In fact, some years ago, Leslie, didn't the AARP have a special certification program for uh, contractors and architects? Uh, that, that were working with universal design situations? They did. It was through um, the Home Builders Association, and they had a special course that you could take to become certified as you know, a universal design specialist. So you might want to start with the AARP's website just to find some recommendations of folks in your area who are certified. I believe it was called the CAPS. Um, certified aging in place specialist program. And, um, you know, e- even though that's not necessarily your need, it has similar associations. Um, so you might want to start there as far as just trying to find somebody who can help you find the right products because you want something that looks good. You don't want it to feel like a hospital. You want it to function and you want it to be done right the first time. They have a lot of resources for Universal Design, probably the best collection anywhere online is on the AARP website. You simply click on the Home and Family section and then Home Improvement, and uh, you'll find a lot there. They also have a section on livable communities because the you know universal design just makes sense for folks of any age, whether you are a senior citizen, whether you are disabled, or whether you're just a mom that comes home with her arms full of like grocery bags and needs to pop open a door with her elbow because she can't really turn a doorknob. You know, there's tips like that that really make it so much easier for you to live comfortably in your house, regardless of age or physical condition. So I would start there as well. But make sure you work with people that are experienced in universal design. There are lots and lots of people out there. You just got to find them, okay? Great. Thank you so much for your help. Well, we are in what is traditionally the hottest part of the summer, and it's also the most active time of year for many types of insects, including ticks. Now, it's super important to take steps to make sure those ticks don't ruin your summer fun because they very easily could. That's right. You know, ticks and the Lyme disease that they carry are major threats to your health. So you have to be smart about protecting yourself and your family whenever you're outdoors. Now, you want to always wear long sleeves. You want to tuck your pant cuffs into boots or your socks. I know it looks a little silly, but trust me, it really was helpful when I was dealing with the air conditioning because they just sort of stuck to the outside of my clothing and never actually touched my skin. And you want to make sure that you choose light colors simply because the ticks are brown and you'll spot them more easily against a lighter color fabric. Then make sure that you layer on insect repellent that's designed to be applied both to your skin and to your clothing. There's a different type, so you want to make sure that it says that you can do both or, you know, apply it in the correct way. And while you're outdoors, you want to be sure to stay to the center of hiking paths and avoid grassy and marshy areas. The interesting thing about ticks is they don't jump. Instead, they kind of hang on shrubs and they hang on the edges of tall grass, which you hardly feel as you're walking by. And that's kind of what they're counting on, because as you brush by, the tick grabs hold of you. And before it bites, you want to spot it and get rid of it. So always keep that in mind. Inspect yourself and your kids once you get home to make sure that they are not carrying any extra intruders with them.
Leslie in Tennessee. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Welcome to the Money Pit. How can we help you? Yes, um, I'm avid listener of your show. We really love it. Uh, we uh, have a, a question. After several years of having an outdoor pool and enjoying it but not being able to use it because the full four seasons here in East Tennessee, we we're wanting to add a addition on the house, and we'd love to put a small indoor pool, just like a little lap pool, you know, only about probably half the size of our outdoor pool. And we was wondering what would be the best type of construction. Our house is a frame house with brick, but you have moisture problems, I know, with an indoor pool. So for an addition, I want to see if y'all had any recommendations for certain materials or a certain type of system to reduce the moisture in the home, or, or how what would you do? Well, there are dehumidifiers that are designed for pool rooms. I mean, they're similar to whole house dehumidifiers where they take out a lot of water from the air. Uh, I would definitely isolate the area where the pool is from the rest of the house so that the moisture is contained in the one space, and that makes it easier for you to manage that level of moisture. You know, it could maybe just be a sliding glass door or something like that that separates it. Um, but in terms of the material, you have to be very careful with the venting. Uh, for example, in the roof above, you have to choose materials that are that are mold resistant in terms of the surface. You know, for example, instead of using paper face drywall, you might use fiberglass face drywall. That doesn't grow mold because it's not organic. So with a few things like that and the right mechanical system, and the pool manufacturers uh, that you're talking to, the installers, they'll be very familiar with this because, you know, if these pools are, are being put into inside spaces, you've got to deal with the evaporation. All right, well, that's that's helpful there. And so just uh, so more or less probably uh, a, a pool manufacturer or a pool place right here would have that recommendation, Sam. Well, they would. And generally, I'm going to probably talk about mechanical dehumidification. And then in, in terms of the construction of the space, just be mindful to choose uh, materials that are not easily going to grow mold and certainly one that's uh, materials that are cleanable, okay? That's great. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate you all being on our, our radio here in, in Northeast Tennessee. All right, Leslie, thank you so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit, and good luck with that project. Now we've got Vernon in Colorado who's fixing up the bath. How can we help you? I had heard a while back on your show, if you're going to Recalk your bathtub to fill it up with water, but I do not remember if anything was said about uh, removing the water immediately after it was caulked or letting the caulk set up first before you would let the water out. So I wanted to check on that before I uh, started my project with some good uh, kitchen and bath uh, caulk. Well, absolutely. The tip you heard about filling the tub with water is totally correct. And the reason why we do that is when you fill the tub with water, it sort of weighs down and sits down onto the base a little more. So if you fill it with water and then go ahead and caulk, then you let the caulk dry and then you drain the bath. When it sort of empties out, it's going to lift back up and compress that caulk. So the next time you actually go to take a bath or a shower and you're standing in there and the tub presses down on the base, it's going to stretch the caulk and it's all going to stay in place. So that's really a good trick of the trade because it keeps it in its place longer and it really lets it adhere to where it needs to be. Perfect. Okay, that's what I'll do. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for calling the Money Pit. You can reach us anytime with your home repair or your home improvement question. We are always standing by at one eight 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 Money Pit. 
888-666-3974. Up next, it's the dog days of summer. Are your cooling bills out of control? We're going to have tips how you can cut cooling costs and some outdoor style at the same time after this. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. We are presented by HomeAdvisor. You can find out what it costs to do your home project before you hire that pro and instantly book one of HomeAdvisor's top-rated pros for free. Judy from Illinois is on the line and is dealing with some changes in a hardwood floor. How can we help you? Well, I have a little problem in the winter with my hardwood floor. I'm separating, and I can kind of see, you know, down in there. And I was wondering about a whole house humidifier in the winter to keep that from happening because it's fine in the summer. What you would suggest. A whole house humidifier is a good thing when you have uh, forced air heat. Uh, it's gas or oil or propane because it tends to be extremely dry. Uh, I would encourage you to use a very good quality unit like an April Air because there are a lot of units that uh, don't work very well and they don't work very long. 
especially the kind that spray water into the duct system as opposed to the April unit, which has an evaporator pad where the water sort of trickles down this pad and then the, it evaporates into uh, into the house air that way. So a humidifier can help. Uh, if the gaps are particularly large, you can also fill them with jute, J-U-T-E, jute type of rope, and then you could refinish over top of that. Sometimes if the gaps are really big, that's a good thing to put in the middle of it because it kind of blends in with the floor and doesn't show through. Yeah, and Tom, sometimes I finish the jute roping before I even lay it in. Like I'll dip it in a can of the same color of stain and sort of, you know, work it in with my fingers. And then once it dries, then I squish it into place with, you know, a painter's knife. Well, thank you very much. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for contacting us at 888 Money Pit. Well, awnings have always been a functional addition to your home's exterior, but today they're gaining popularity as an improvement that can deliver not only energy savings, but also increased home value. That's right. And if you're thinking that awnings are kind of dreary and dated structures that are made of aluminum and canvas and rusty bolts, well, it turns out that is not true anymore. Let's take a look at these numbers. Awnings extending from windows and doors and patios can actually cut a household's summer energy bills by as much as 15%. And because home cooling costs are so much higher than the cost of energy-efficient lighting, those savings are not undone by the need to turn on an additional light or two to make up for any loss of natural light. You know, even more, fabric awnings can be beautiful, but today they're high-tech. Now, computerized awning systems feature light sensors and wind speed devices that will measure that wind speed and really look at weather conditions to allow those awnings to extend and retract according to what's happening in your local area with the weather. And the awnings can also increase your living space by turning those outdoor areas that are sort of exposed into protected living spaces, and that adds to your home's value and resale appeal. Yep, those are all good points. Now, if you're thinking about this investment for your house, you want to really consider a few questions beforehand. First up, what's the goal? Is it an aesthetic goal or is it a function goal? If energy savings is what you're going for, then you might want to choose a lighter color for your awning so it optimally blocks and reflects all of that sunlight. You also want to decide whether they should be stationary or retractable. Now, retractable awnings can be extended either manually or with a motor. And as Leslie, as you were saying, that can happen automatically as well because many are computerized. Of course, they're going to be more expensive. But if that's not what you need, you can just go to the stationary awning. And lastly, you want to choose the best material. You really have two choices, cotton canvas, which is kind of that classic look, but that material generally doesn't hold up over years very well or retain its shape, or you can go with acrylic coated polyester, which is a synthetic product that's stretch resistant and weatherproof. So lots of choices, lots of options, but I'll tell you, they are more beautiful than ever and they can really save you some money on the energy and be super easy and convenient to operate. So think about it. Margaret in Virginia is next on the Money Pit. How can we help you, Margaret? I have uh, an old house, part of it built Civil War era. Okay. Uh, the floors in the oldest part are pine, and they're about two. The boards are about two and a half inches wide, and the newer part, the boards are, of the floor are oak, and they're more narrow. I want to know how to safely clean them and keep them protected. There's a product called Tree Wax, which is perfect for this particular application. It's made by uh, the Beaumont Company, and TreeWax has been around for many, 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 many years, and it's actually a natural cleaner for hardwood floors. So you can find that at retailers across the country. You could find that online. 
but look for Tree Wax Natural Floor Cleaner. And it's going to enable you to clean those floors very thoroughly without damaging the wood. And that's what's critical because some of the floor products are not really designed for wood floors. Sometimes there's too much moisture in them. They don't evaporate well. And they leave too much moisture in the wood, and that causes the wood to swell or stain further. So look up Tree Wax. It's not expensive, and it works very well. Okay. So is this a put on and wipe off? Yes. Okay. That sounds good. Tree Wax is spelled T-R-E-W-A-X. Okay. One E. Okay. Got it. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Just ahead, a front door is more than just an entry. It's a focal point for the first impression that a visitor gets. And if you do it well, it can significantly add to the perceived value of your home. We're going to have tips for sprucing up or adding a new front entry that will deliver more than just protection from the elements in today's Pro Project, presented by HomeAdvisor.com, after this. The Money Pit is presented by Loctile, the interlocking and durable DIY floor system made from 100% recycled materials. Loctile is great for garages, workspaces, or basements and can transform any space within hours. Visit LoctileUSA.com to learn more. You live in a Money Pit. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now with your home improvement question at one eight 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 Money Pit. Now, Leslie, just earlier we were talking about ticks. Uh, yeah. My son came back from visiting Australia. He was going to college over there. And while he was living there, he actually stayed in some youth hostels that had bed bugs. So I was very concerned about him oh. bringing a crop of bed bugs back into our home. So I talked to a friend of mine who actually makes a product called the Bed Bug Plug, and he told me exactly what to do. And when he got home, we put all of his clothes inside vacuum bags, which are those bags that you kind of like hook up to your vacuum and you suck all the air out and they shrink them. Down Did to it have like, to stay in there know, for like weeks and weeks? No. We, we put them in the vacuum bags outside, and then we just put the vacuum bags out in the warm summer sun for about a day or two days, and that was it. He said that'll take care of it. And we brought him inside, opened him up, washed all that stinky stuff, and he was good to go. No bed bugs have arrived as a result of that process. So good trick of the trade from uh, my friend uh, Pete, who runs the bed bug plug company. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm glad you found a solution, but I'm still a little grossed out. <laughs> 
Bob in Tennessee, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? I have a friend who has a house with a metal roof on it. His cell service is pretty severely impacted every time somebody tries to call him on his cell phone when he's inside his house. First off, your cell is probably always, very frequently, I should say, inside buildings that have metal roofs. I mean, think about your church, your post office, uh, your bank, you know, restaurants. There's a lot of metal roofs out there. And if, if he's having a problem just in his own house, I would suspect that the signal is weak to begin with. And I think the solution is a little device called a cell phone booster. You know, a booster can be basically plugged in into the house, uh, inside of the house, and it can like double or triple the range of the phone. So if, if, if I was having that issue, I would just get a cell phone booster, install it in my house. It's not a very expensive piece of equipment and, and solve my problem once and for all. Okay. Interesting. But I just, I just wondered about that. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, a new front door is a great way to add value and style to your home without spending a lot of money. And if that's a project you'd like to consider, it's probably best to turn to a pro. We've got tips that'll help you do just that in today's Pro Project, presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Now, first thing to consider is material. You have lots of options. You can choose simple solid steel, fiberglass, even very ornate wooden doors. And each can have its transoms and coordinating skylights and intricate glasswork. And while it's easy to save money by opting for a lower cost model, there are definitely pros and cons associated with every type of door you might consider. Yeah, first off, let's talk about a fiberglass entry door. Now, these doors can cost anywhere from $150 to $2,000. There's extremely ornate models as well with side lights and transoms, and those can run $3,000 or more. So the price is going to vary depending on how detailed you want that door to be. Now, fiberglass, however, is a very popular option that gives you a really realistic wood look with increased durability and excellent insulation value. And I mean, these doors look exactly like the real deal. They are gorgeous. You will never know that it's not wood until you truly go up to it and touch it and scratch it. And you're like, oh, this isn't wood. It's way better. So that's a fiberglass door. Now, if you need to save some money, steel front doors are still an option. They're going to range from a couple hundred to maybe $500, though they can reach even more than that if you've got a lot of additions to it, like side lights and glasswork. Steel, though, is the least expensive option, but it's less popular because it has, you know, that harsher metallic look. And even if you want that plain steel look, frankly, today, fiberglass doors come in those same plain styles, and they still give you more benefit uh, from the reduced maintenance and energy efficiency. So I got to say that steel doors on the way out, can't think of a really good reason to use one today. Even if you want a plain and expensive looking door, you can get that with fiberglass and have better energy efficiency. Now, if you're looking for something that has a more traditional look and you don't mind putting in some work in the form of maintenance, a wood entry door could be the door for you. Now, engineered wood doors cost only about 200 to 500, while solid wood is the most expensive option. And those can range from 500 to 5,000, even more. Again, depending on the additions, the details, the overall look of the door, that adds to the price. Now, wood is the most traditional and customizable option, but it is the one that requires active maintenance, you know, you've got to keep on it. Otherwise, your door could warp, rot, your finish is going to fade and wear off. So it does require a lot of work. But in the end, if this is a look that you love, it's definitely worth it. And remember, once you choose a door, there are lots of options in both the side lights and in the transoms. Now, that's that feature on top of the door. It's usually that glass arched feature. These can add, though, a lot of money in terms of cost, but they do really add as well to the curb appeal, which, in fact, according to one major study, a nice new door can actually add as much as about 24000 bucks 
the perceived value of your home. So it's a pretty significant improvement that delivers a lot more than what it costs. And that's today's pro project presented by HomeAdvisor.com. With HomeAdvisor, you can get matched with top-rated home service pros in your area, compare prices, read verified reviews, and book appointments online all for free. No matter the type of job, HomeAdvisor makes it fast and easy to hire the best local pros. Going out to Wisconsin right now where Beth is dealing with a stinky refrigerator. Beth, you've tried everything. What's going on? Um, I've had a stink in it for about a month now. I keep washing it down and it, it, the stink still stays. I put baking soda in it. Nothing's getting rid of it. I was wondering if mold could grow in the walls of the refrigerator or if there was some sort of filter in there. Or... Well, bacteria can certainly grow in it. And sometimes when, especially if you've had like a power failure uh, or if a refrigerator sits outside and it kind of gets damp and moist, you get bacteria that will grow in the foam that's in the wall or the insulation that's in the wall. Uh, if the insulation got damp, that could be causing it. The one suggestion that I might have for you if you want to try this one more time is to take everything out and clean the whole thing down with oxygenated bleach. So not just uh, you know a simple uh, kitchen spray, but true oxygenated bleach because that has the best chance of killing any bacteria. But the problem, again, is if the bacteria is in the insulation, you're not going to get to that. So I would give it a good cleaning with oxygenated bleach and see if uh, if that will solve the issue. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks so much for giving us a call at 888 Pit, presented by HomeAdvisor. You can find out what it costs to do your home project before you hire a pro and instantly book one of HomeAdvisor's top-rated pros for free. And just ahead, are you ready to hire a pro for your next big home remodeling project, but you don't really know what questions to ask? We're going to share tips on what you really need to find out before signing on that dotted line next. You live in a body pit. It is presented by Loctile, the interlocking and durable DIY floor system made from 100% recycled materials. Loctile is great for garages, workspaces, or basements and can transform any space within hours. Visit LoctileUSA.com to learn more. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now with your home improvement question, your do-it-yourself dilemma. If you've got a project that you are thinking about doing in the fall, now would be a great time to start planning that project. Give us a call. We'll walk you through the steps. The number is one Money Pit. You can also post your questions online, which is what Vicky did in Hawaii, where it's summer all the time. Oh, my gosh. And the most <laughs> wonderful place. Now, Vicky writes, we are about to interview two different contractors who are willing to build our house. What are important questions that I should know when meeting with these guys? We already know that they build the whole house and it comes with everything from floors to the roof, even appliances, kitchen, bath, electrical, plumbing, etc. I want to be able to compare these bids equally. Well, Vicki, the first thing that you need to do if you want to compare any costs with a contractor is you have to make sure that they are all basically giving you a price based on the exact same product, right? Now, if you went to the store and said, I want to buy a stove, but you didn't say what kind of stove. You know, there's going to be a stove that's going to be 400 bucks and there's going to be a stove that's 4,000 bucks, but they're both called a stove, right? But they're a lot different. <laughs> Same thing applies to a house. You need to have a set of specifications developed. And this is where it, it, it pays to hire an architect or to work with a designer so that you're going to have a set of, of plans that's going to say everything that goes into that house, 
everything from the foundation to the framing to the insulation to the faucets to the sinks to the appliances, everything would be specced out because this way you eliminate any chance of Builder A selling you the $400 stove and looking like a real you know, bargain to have him build your house. And then the other guy threw in the 4,000 stove, but didn't tell you much about it. So you didn't realize the value you were getting. See what I mean? You got to get down to the nitty gritty on those specifications. It's so important, even with small projects to make sure you're talking apples to apples. The next thing that I think I would want to do is to research the reputations of these builders. I would want to find out how many homes they've built, where these homes have been built. Are they in my area or relatives in my area? I would try to get in touch with people that are living in these homes, both people that maybe just moved in and people, more importantly, that have been there two, four, six, eight years. So you can see how the home has aged and you can ask questions like, has the builder been responsive if you've had any issues? Because it's going to happen. And then the last thing I will tell you is that Builders may offer you a home, they call a homeowner's warranty. It's even required in some states. And I don't know if it actually is in Hawaii or not, but it is in most other states. If you're offered a homeowner's warranty, you have to understand that the specifications, the standards to which the warranty companies hold the builders are very, very, uh, how do we say a little loosey goosey? <laughs> I do like that term. I remember reading one of these policies once. And if there was a molding that had like a quarter inch gap in it and a miter, that was okay. That was supposed to be in specification. So it's stuff like that. And I, I've also known uh, a house where there was a major crack through about a third of the house. And because it hadn't, you know, fallen into oblivion, they didn't consider it a major structural problem. So the warranty companies are mostly there in my view to protect the builders, uh, not to protect consumers. So hopefully it gives you some direction, uh, and you'll be able to follow that advice and get yourself a fine house at the end of the process. All right. Good luck with that project. Betty in Alabama writes, when I flush a toilet at the end of the refilling process, all of the pipes in my house knock against each other. How do I fix this? Yeah, water hammer, because the water's running through the pipes, and then all of a sudden it stops, but it has a lot of force because of the weight of the water, so it moves the pipe forward, and that kind of shakes the pipe. So you need to add more attachment points from the pipes to the walls or the floor joists that they're going by. If you do that, you'll get rid of that banging pipes. There's also something called a water hammer arrestor, which can be at the end of the line. That's kind of like a shock absorber that will control that as well. Yeah, see, there isn't something living in the sewer system underneath your house that wants in. It's just the pipes. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Thank you so much for spending this part of your summer day with us. We hope we've given you a few tips and ideas to help you improve your home. If you've got questions, you can always reach us 24-7 at 1-888-MONEYPIT. But for now, the show does continue online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful, time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.